and things, books and things, books and things, books and things, books and more things. Welcome to Books and Things. That was a little loud. I know. Okay. Maybe I'm too close now. No, you're good. You sure? Yeah, because then when you start talking, you get really into it. You like <clears throat> scoop back. I think I'm kind of low. No? No. I'm good? You're right in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Uh, so it's been a while. Yeah, Roxana, why? Uh, You know, it's summer. We both have like, you know, things are kind of opening up and we're still being COVID safe, but, you know, we want to like have our out. break. Yeah, and, and also I think... Um, if, if we learned anything from the last time, I don't want to like overwhelm us ourselves with like a book a week Mm -hmm. and, and then not like fully get to enjoy the story. And we know school's going to start at some point and then it's going to get even harder. So, um, I mean, we're still going to try our best to come out ev- and put an episode out like once a week if we can. But honestly, if you don't see us come up on your thing that week, it's because we're busy, work, school. And, you know, we'll come right back the following week. Like, you, you know, might get a double feature. Like today. <laughs> like today. Um, so I hope that's okay. I stopped being active on like Instagram, but I want to. So at least, you know, like where we are, (laughs) where we are, like what, what are we reading and what are we doing? Um, Because we did the last time we left off, uh, we were reading Una out of order. Um, And I finished the book, but Judith didn't. I didn't even get to it because something went wrong with my Libby. And then it like, for some reason it was, I couldn't rent it, and I was like, I was like, I'll just wait for Roxanne. And then, like, the week passed by, but then you were like, then we couldn't make it, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, just do, and then I was like, ooh, Cemetery Boy is on, and I, I really, well, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the second book. It's going to be our double feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finished it. Roxana didn't. No, I'm like 50% of the way, which I, I still think I'm going to want to finish because it mm. was kind of getting good. It gets good. And then I, I had to stop. Um, when we get to that, I'll ask you questions. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with uh, Una out of order. And that is by something Margarita Montemore. Margarita Montemore. Um, I can't ask you if you liked it because you didn't read it. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about, but I feel so bad. Well, I'm going to give you a quick, brief summary. Okay. And I will tell you now, I liked it. Okay. Now and I feel bad. I feel like it's a hit and miss from what I saw, like other reviews, um, because it's, oh, would you consider it like, it's not, it's kind of contemporary where it's like that day in the life. But it's also, like, magical because I'm going to start off with mm-hmm. we have our main character, Una. And picture this. It's, like, New Year's Eve, 1983. Mm-hmm. So you got the hair. Oh, but she's, like, in a rock band. Mm-hmm. She's, like, a drummer. And, you know, um, I think her birthday is, like, on mid on New, New Year's. Year's. 
So she like she's at a her band once it's midnight, her band is going to start playing. They're like at a I'm assuming like a house party type thing. And her friends come she has a boyfriend who is like the Dale, the love of her life. Um and he's the guitarist in the band and he comes down and you know, she's about to blow the candles and she does and then when she opens her eyes she opens she's in like 2015 so i know you're like what that's a big time jump yeah so because like technology yes so she wakes up in 2015 um and she's what like I'm not, I don't know how to do the math. She's like 53 or something like that, or 51. She's what? in her 50s, okay? Oh, I thought she just like time jumped, but she was like the same age. No. So what is happening, and this is what I think is really cool. I'm going to try to explain it the best way that I can. It's like every year on her birthday, she jumps to a different time in her life. So it doesn't matter if it's like older, younger. Like there's no, because no, um, it's out of order, but, but in the inside, in her brain, she's going chronologically. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think when she went from 1983 to 2015, she was turning, oh, geez, like 18 or 19 or something mm. like that. So when she's in a 51-year-old body, in internally, in her she's mind. like 18. Yeah. And and then, um, so that's kind of cool because... You do see, like, a lot of, like, stuff come up, like, technology. Like, she's in, she's 51, and her 51 self before um, actually always, like, leaves her a little note so that when she gets there, she knows what to expect. It's kind of crazy. It's trippy. I, I still feel like I'm not explaining it correctly, but... Yeah, she leaves herself a note, and in that note, she'll tell herself, like, embrace technology, um, don't look up any of your old friends, um, and then she has an assistant, and his name is, dun, 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 I don't remember, um, I think it's, like, Kenzie, yes, so Kenzie is, like, her assistant, he's, like, in his 30s, and, um, in the note, it's like, trust Kenzie. He's going to be able to tell you everything. So in that first jump is what she calls them jumps. She learns that in like a special safe, she has a notebook that she has to memorize because when she jumps, it tells her when to invest in certain things because at 51, she is like rich because she knows what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. I so, be rich. <laughs> right? So she. That's cheating. It is cheating. Of course, it's cheating. She finds out she's rich. There's technology. She has like an assistant. Her mother is still alive. And her. So the only people that know about her, like, jumping in her life is Kenzie, her assistant, and the mom. And so I guess from there, she goes from like different periods. So she goes. From being 51 to then being like 25 or something. She goes to like 19, 1995 or something. I'm not going to tell you the exact oh, date. I was one. And she's in New York. No, not 19. It was like 1991. I believe it was. I was the concept. <laughs> she was. She's in New York. 
and she's already rich, right? Because of uh, everything. So imagine being like a young 20-year-old in New York in the early 90s. She was going to clubs. And this is cool because sometimes when she jumps, she's jumping into New Year's, which is always going to be like a party. And she never knows what to expect. So her second jump from 51 to then 1991, she is at a club. And she describes that as soon as like it hits her, she's drunk. She's extremely drunk. And she's like walking around, like grabbing the wall, like people are like bumping into her. She runs into some guy who's like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And she's kind of like, fine. Like she's like, finally, like I'm not 51. Like I'm going to party, right? I'm going to have a good time. So she's like, yeah, let me go to the bathroom first. So she like goes to the bathroom she sees herself in the mirror and she's like, dang, like, I'm beautiful. Because, like, imagine you, she was, like, a young teenager in 1983 and then she went to being, like, old. And she, like, you know, explained when she was 50s, in her 50s, that she had, like, gained weight and blah, blah, blah. But then she sees herself as a 20-year-old and she's like, dang, I look good. So then, like, that gives her some confidence. Um, the other thing that we find out, I'm sorry, in her 50s is that the love of her life, Dale, dies. He died like two years after she, after 1983. She dies in, he dies in like 1985 or something like that. He dies really young. I think like a heart attack or something like that. There's like no way to prevent it? No. Like mm -hmm. call the ambulance before it happens? And no. And just like happen to be there? No. And then um, one thing she learns early on in her first jump is, the person that she is that leaves her notes always tells her, one, like, don't ask your mom or Kenzie to tell you what's happening. Don't don't let them ruin life for you because then you know what's happening. So they're just she she just tells herself in a way, like, let the world like just experience it, even though you technically could be telling yourself everything. Mm -hmm. So um that there's that and um so now I don't remember where I was going with that <laughs> but then she's like okay 1981 she's at the club right this guy's like I'm gonna get you a drink oh I know what I was gonna say when she's 50 she goes a whole year so she's there a whole year until her birthday again and then she jumps so she's a year at every age when she's in her 50s she doesn't have like a romantic relationship with anybody so if you think about it, she has not been touched for a whole year, right? So this guy at the club, like, they're, they go to, like, a private area and they're drinking. And then he kisses her and then they start making out and then they, they have sex, right? They do it. The club? Yeah, like, in a private area. And I – and I, I – yeah, something, I don't know. Okay, so then she's walking, right? She leaves the guy, like, all like, okay, we did it, bye, peace out. And she's leaving, and she runs into another guy who's like, there you are, I've been looking for you. Her boyfriend. Yes. And then she's like, she like, look, she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom or something, and she finds a post-it on herself that says, don't have sex with the guy you're gonna, you're about to meet. So her previous person told her, but she didn't see, like, the post-it she put on her body. Yeah. So she still had sex with that guy. Ah, oh, So it's like, it goes, in that year, she basically, uh, 
later, like, she gets to this house that she always comes back to. That's, like, her, like, lair or whatever you want to call it. No matter what year it is, this is the house she comes to. And it's, like, a beautiful, like, New York house. Because she's rich. Because she's rich. Um, And she always puts a letter for, like, leaves a letter for herself. Um, but the, the crazy thing is this one, she accidentally burns it cause she comes home so drunk. She, it drops into the fireplace and she doesn't realize. And so on there it had like key things she needed to know for that year. So that guy breaks up with her cause she ends up telling him like, I cheated on you, but she has like, um, I believe like a trans friend, friends that are like in the, like, it's just amazing this life she sees in 1991 and in the note she does remember saying like this is your moment to experiment but don't go overboard so she's like always she's like does drugs she like goes partying it's like her crazy year um and that's kind of like the book like there's different moments where she's like um maybe a little bit older um and she's traveling that's where she decides to travel and she whatever this is the trippiest part there is one year she comes out uh she wakes up right after she jumped she comes out of a subway train right and she's the lady all of a sudden starts asking her you said you needed a pen here's a pen and she's just like wait what what was happening before i got here and she's like, what? And so she comes out. She stumbles into this man. And the guy's like, Una, there you are. I've been looking for you. And she's like, who are you? He's like, oh, you told me this would happen. You said that when a n- the new year came, you had like some kind of uh, amnesia thing that you were going to forget at the beginning of the year who you are. He's like, I'm your husband. And she's like, what? And I think she's like, at this point, she's like in her 40s. And she's like, you're my husband. And he's like, yeah, like, come on. Daniel? No, it's a different, it's some different guy. I can't remember his name. And as the year goes on, she never, she did get a letter, but she feels like when she was on that subway train, she was asking for a pen because she needed to quickly write herself something, right? So now she's with this guy who's her husband, and she starts to, like, kind of learn to love him, but not really. Like, there's, it's off. Yeah. And she's like, this something's is off. something's off. Um, eventually, like they get a divorce within that year um, and whatever. So then the next jump is the year before that. So it's like crazy because then she's like, oh, I know I'm about to find the guy that I end up marrying, but I don't want to be with him. So I'm going to try and avoid him. And no matter what she does, she bumps into him. Like, she tried to leave, and she bumps into him on the airplane. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. Maybe, like, the beginning was so nice, and that's why I didn't feel it the second time, because I didn't get to, like, fall in love with him. Mm-hmm. Well, in the second, in that year, year before, four. she finds out he was cheating on her. And what she was trying to write herself was, like, he's cheating. He's cheating. Don't marry him. But then as soon as, like, she comes, she forgets, and she's the other person. The guy took advantage that she didn't remember that he cheated on her. Bitch. And I was like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, I was like, <gasps> and so um, then, like, the other spoiler I mean, spoiler alert for everything, but the other crazy thing you find out is um, 
she's always looking for Kenzie, but Kenzie obviously is really young. Like when she's 50, he's 30. So like when she's 20, he's like barely born or whatever. But she like runs into him one time. Um, I think she was going to a concert and, and her mom and her have like a, her mom and her have like a rocky relationship. Um, and so her mom like doesn't meet up with her at the concert, but she finds a young Kenzie there, like a college student Kenzie. And she's like, oh, I'm going to try and pretend like I just bumped into him and like, hey, like, let's like hang out while we're at this concert. And he like, she finds out that, you know, his parent, his mom's died um, and whatever. Later on in the end, we find out that that's her, her son. And that he has known the whole time. But, so basically what happened was Dale, the love of her life, because in the future she already knew he was going to die, they decided to have a baby so that when he did die, she still had something of him. I know! Oh, it was really, it was pretty good. And then, okay, the other part that really got to me was... um in one of her years, technically in her in her body, I think she's like 29, her mom dies. Aww. When obviously they're old. She's like 50-something. Yeah. And the mom is like even older than that. And the mom dies of cancer. And it's really sad. I think I was like crying. But then the mom tells her, think about it this way. This is the hardest part and you're getting it out of the way soon. Because as soon as the next year happens... I'm going to be alive. And then like, she's not going to know her to die again. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's so sad. (laughs) It is. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, it just kind of ends like, in the last year she jumps is back to 1984. So the year after she jumped. jumped. Yeah. And so like, she knows and she tells Dale, like, hey, this time when we go on tour, let's just, like, stay in London and see what happens. Like, let's just travel and, like, kind of basically, I know you're going to die, so let's just do what we want to do. Yeah. And um, who was, I think Dale was like, yeah, we can work, like, odd jobs. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. And in her mind, she's like, no, because I'm rich. Because, like, I already know where to put the money. Yeah. So they basically got to travel for, like, free. And then they have a baby. And, and that was like a whole thing. Like uh, Una was kind of like, why Why would I give up my baby? And the mom was like, well, you had. how would you explain to your son that every year you're forgetting him? And so like the best thing was to put him up for adoption. Um, but the grandma was always in his life until she found out. Oh, that's why she told her not to yeah. ask her. Yeah. And other stuff like... The mom, uh, technically, when she was married to that cheater guy, the mom didn't like the guy. And Una was always like, why don't you like him? Why don't you like him? Because the the mom already knew what he was going to do. And in like a previous year, before she got married, she told her mom, tell you this guy's name. And when I meet him, tell him, tell me not to marry him. And she was like, I can't do that. Do not tell me his name. If you're meant to marry him and be heartbroken, it's part of your life. Like, I can't stop you from doing it. But what she did do was, like, kind of, like, not approve. 
but she still let Una kind of like live her life. I wouldn't want to live that life. I would for the money. I would just be like, you know what, Judith, you have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, you have to tell me. But I mean, that's pretty much the gist. It's really good if you have Sounds, the time. Yeah. Like, I recommend people pick it up and read it. And like I said, we're kind of trying to do like these shorter little summaries, maybe just the things that really stood out to me. Um, and then have discussion. Yeah, which it's going to be harder today because both of us didn't finish the other book. I know. <laughs> But, I mean, that sounds crazy because, like, living out of order. Because, like, does she ever go back to her regular order? Or, like, she just keeps on I jumping? Think, I think she keeps on jumping. That's, I mean. I unless, think. like, because it kind of ends in 1983 unless from there she goes. But I think it's meant to be that she's always going to keep jumping through all her years of her life. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, though. Yeah. Like. But I, I, I think it's it would be so cool because then you're going to be rich from a young age and you can have that year where you decide, I'm just going to travel. Yeah, but like how do you enjoy it? You do. You kind of live like every year to the fullest and then you just, you're going to be surprised at where you are in the next year. Poor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I blew it all. <laughs> um, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I would recommend it. I would read it. I don't know why, like, people didn't like it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if I really researched why people didn't like it, I would find out. But, um, yeah, I liked it. All right, you ready? It sounds interesting. To go into yours? <laughs> Cemetery Boys by, who's it by, Judith? <laughs> why you come at me with these hard questions? Judith. It's okay, I was just reading it, reading it too. Um, Aiden Thomas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas. Um, so I I can't. Well, what you've read so far, what do you what do I think? What do you think? Um, so far, I like it. I like it too. I liked it too. Um Yeah, I mean so far where I'm at, I don't think there's anything that I would be like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I feel like it's a lot of um, like the Brujo stuff that I'm not. I mean, I know about Santa Muerte and all that because I've seen like documentaries on it. But like other than that, I don't know much. So it's kind of like it didn't feel like I was want like listening to it and I was out of it. You know, like it was it did a good job of explaining things. Yeah, it did. Um, the characters are cute. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So we start off with, um, yeah, yeah, Yadren. Yadren. No, yeah. Now that you said it, I'm questioning. Well, I'm Yadren. Yeah, that's what I said. Yadren. Yeah, yeah, you did it right. Um, which is our main character and his cousin Maritza. Mm-hmm. So, like, we start off with those two, and then, like, as we're reading along, we find out that they are uh, brujos and brujas. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready to celebrate the Dia de los Muertos, mm-hmm. and um, something goes wrong. Like, he said that he felt, like, this sharp, intense pain, mm-hmm. and that he knew that one of his, like, I guess, brethren, like, a brujo. People in their community. In their community is dead. Mm-hmm. Um and, it, like, he described it as, like, a very painful death. So, um, 
they're trying to figure out what happened, where is he, because they can't find his body. Yeah. And they're like, that's weird. Like, where is he? Like, mm-hmm. why is he missing? Like, what's going on? And so, um, the, and the guy who passed away is his cousin, Miguel. Yeah. So they're looking for Miguel. So Maritza and Yadrel are like, okay, like, we have to find them. Um, Maritza is a bruja with healing powers, but she doesn't practice because she's vegan. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious because this story is based in, like, East L.A. East L.A. Um, which I really like the um, the kind of, like, dual community. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, your traditions and, like, this, this right. and that. And then, but you also have your American culture and traditions. Right. Which Which you can see, like, she wasn't, like, made fun of, but it was almost, like, not fully accepted that she was vegan and, like, Hispanic, like, a Latina in East L.A. It's like, but you're vegan? Yeah, but you're vegan. And then, like, it's so funny because I think, like, they're describing the foods and I was like, oh, yes, I want some. (laughs) And then she goes, is it vegan? (laughs) Like, that's how I am right now when I go to the house. No meat. <laughs> um, but she's like not outcast, I want to say, but she's kind of like, they're kind of like, okay, like Maritza, like you're not going to practice. Mm-hmm. And like she just cried. She's like, no, like I want to be like, um, like a kind of like a swordsman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a welder, right? Yeah. Her dad is a welder, and, like, what they do for the brujos is, like, they make, like, an amulet, I want to say, and to help them. So, like, the job of the brujos is to help the dead pass over to the afterlife. Right. And so with their um, amulet that is specially handmade for them, like, helps them, like, break that tether from the world to the afterlife. Right. So, like, that's what she wants to do. That's and But she's a healer, and then... um, She's, like, kind of made fun of, like, you said, like, oh, like, you have the power, but, like, you don't want to do anything with it. Mm-hmm. She goes, mm, well, I want to be, like, my dad. Yeah. And, like, her sister is, like, going to med school because, like, that's what she's going to be. She's going to be a healer. Yeah. And it was funny because one of the uh, other characters, which I'll introduce right now, he's like, isn't that cheating? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, that's the way that their community makes money. Like, they're mixing, like, Western medicine mm-hmm. with modern medicine and magic. Yeah. But they were coming back to so I'm like, hey, I mean, do what you gotta do, girl. Yeah. <laughs> which was uh which was really funny because they're like, oh the boy the men really don't make the money, it's the women. Which always. I'm just which kidding. Always. Yeah, because they're the doctors. Just kidding, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm a preschool teacher, I don't make the money. Us, yeah. So women in it. <laughs> Um, and so, like, we get a glimpse of, like, a dual community and, like, acceptance in a way. And then we have Yadriel, Mm -hmm. who, um, we find out is a transgender boy. Mm -hmm. And he's not accepted into his, like, yeah, community. Like, his parents are like, okay, yeah, like, we accept you, but, like, do they have to go through this ritual that, um, like, La Santa Muerte, like you said, mm-hmm. um, has to accept and give him his powers. Right. But, like, only the women are healers and only the men are um, the people who help cross over. Yeah. So, like, they never did his, I think, his quince. Yeah. Um, because 
he's like, I don't want to be a healer. But then like his parents were like, well, you're going to have to be a healer. But we don't want to like they didn't want to give him the power, basically. Yeah. And I also think it was one of those um, the way I understood it was they were afraid of what could change in their traditions. Yeah. So like when you're so adamant about your traditions in a certain culture, it's so hard and like like sometimes people are stubborn or prideful to see change because mm. like but we've done it for so many years like this. this Why is, are we going to change yeah, it? It has to be this way. It has to be this way. And then it's almost like questioning your beliefs yeah. because if it worked where he was able to become a brujo because in his heart, like, or in his mind, he felt as a boy. Yeah. Then that makes, that just opens up a whole can of worms of like, oh, so then like, it's more of a, like, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter your religion, it's a spiritual thing, right? So I feel like it, in the way I understood it was like, they were afraid that if he did have like his quinces to be a brujo, then it's just like, wait, does that mean anybody can just like, if your spirit, like you said, you identify as something different, anybody, like if I grow up as a boy and I'm still going to be a boy, but I want to be a healer, does that mean I can do it? Like, mm-hmm. it just changes things. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, people are afraid. Yeah. And so, like, what the story begins is that he's going to have his skin set without his parents. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Marita's making him his, like, amulet. And then, like, um, they're going to go to Santa Muerte. They're going to do their prayer. Uh-huh. And uh, she grants him the power of a brujo. Not a bruja. Right. But of a brujo. And It then, works. Yeah. And then, like, he's so excited. Um, and then that's when he feels that that pain for Miguel. Mm-hmm. For Miguel, is it? And then I think he finds, yes, he finds. And then so like now they're out looking for him. Like he has his new power. He's like telling Maritza, like I can find him. Like mm-hmm. I just need something, and like I can tether him. So um, they're out looking for him, and then uh, they live in a cemetery. Like mm-hmm. his dad, because um, one of their powers, like all of the brujos and brujas powers, is that they can see ghosts. Yeah, I think that was so cool. I know. And, like, they live within, like, the ghosts. Like, the ghosts are just chilling and they're yeah. just, like, there. Um, but one of the things they did they did say is that if a ghost lives on for too long, um, they can turn maligno, mm-hmm. which, like, means that they'll just turn evil. Right. Into an evil spirit. So, like, that's why they have to cross over those, de- like, those ghosts because, like, they can live... As long as they're peaceful, they can live there. Mm-hmm. But once they're not, then they like have. They're like, all right, you gotta go. Yeah. So um, it's just funny because like he'll be like, oh, like I'll be walking and like there's a ghost, or I'll get a chill. Yeah. So cool. I know it's so cool. I better be scared. <laughs> but like he's they've grown up with it, um, yeah. which I'll get to. So um, he goes off, and then like they're trying to find Miguel, but like. They end up in, like, this other, like, old cemetery, Mm -hmm. and then they find this, like, um, necklace with uh, St. Jude on it, and then he's like, well, this isn't Miguel's, but maybe, like, whoever has, whoever's tethered, oh, I guess he wanted to test his power. Right, and wake up, like, the spirit that's tethered to it. Yeah, so he calls upon the spirit, and then it, it's a guy from, like, their school, Mm -hmm. Julian. Yeah. Um. And then he's like, he's like, hey, like, what are you doing with my necklace? Give that back. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
he's like, that's kind of awkward. How do you tell someone that they're dead? Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, how do you tell someone that they're dead? Um, so because like Julian isn't part of their community, like the no, Buko and yeah. Buka community. So he's just like kind of like, like, how, yeah, like, what do you mean you can't see me? Like, give me my necklace. And like, he tries to grab it and it, like his hand just goes through it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so like, this is how you kind of learn like, oh, like there were brujas and like this is and that. Mm-hmm. And um, he's trying to figure out what happened to him. Yeah. He's, he's like, I was with my friends, and the next thing I know, I'm here with you guys. Yeah. And he's like, how long have you been dead? He goes, I don't know. Right. So, like, now they're, like, trying to find Miguel, but also trying to find Julian's body. Yeah, because, like, he's even, like, I don't, I think he tries, like, uh, sending him to the afterlife, and then he he's can't, because he, he has, can't. like, unfinished business. He's like, I need to make yeah. sure my friends are okay. Yeah, so he's like, I need to make sure my friends are okay, because then... Um, within like finding his friends and everything, you find out like he has like three friends. Like one's his transgender girl mm-hmm. who's going through like these issues. Like and then she got kicked out. I think. Mm-hmm. Then another boy, his other friend, like no one wants him. Yeah, they're like Run- homeless. Yeah, yeah, because they're like living in like this like abandoned place. But they're waiting because like once he's a ghost. Um, and then they're looking for his friends because they're trying to figure out what happened mm-hmm. because um, Yadriel wants to put him to peace. So, but he's like, I, he's like, at first I want to know if my friends are okay and that my brother is okay. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, I got to find your body. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're dead, like, because um, Julian was afraid that his other friends were hurt. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that was his main concern. He's like, I know that they were chasing after this guy and, like, I was going to defend him and then next thing I know, I'm here. Yeah. So, like, that's their goal right now. He's like, okay, like, I have to do my duty. Like, I'm granted this power. I have to do my duty and, like, help him cross over. So they're looking for their friends and they're not at school because we find out that, like, they're just, like, homeless and, like, yeah, not the best upbringing. So once they're able to find them, he... He's like, oh, well, your friends are fine. Um, and then, but they're like, he, they go and they're like, oh, have you seen Julian? Because, like, he doesn't want to tell them that he's dead. Yeah. And Julian doesn't want them to know yet. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no, like, we got jumped by this guy and um, a lot of people have been going missing. Yeah. So then you're like, wait, what? It's not just one. It's not just one. So they're like, could whoever attacked Julian be the one who attacked Miguel because mm-hmm. Miguel when he was when he got I guess killed he was on duty at the graveyard because they're in charge of not letting other outsiders inside mm-hmm. and disturbing like their community mm-hmm. so like it happened when he was on duty so they're like oh like that's weird yeah so two people died on the same night two people possibly d- within the same time yeah so like that's what they're pissed piecing together and like just as questions for me because i didn't finish it but like i question is like how did julian's body end up past the cemetery because he was found in like a church like his necklace was found in a church that belongs to the brujos and brujas that was like way past the church like they had to pass yadriel's house they had to pass through the cemetery it, it was like this old rundown church that no one uses anymore yeah and then go all the way to the back and drop that necklace there 
how did it get, you know, Julian's necklace get there when he's not even, he didn't even know they existed. Yeah, that's what, that was my thought too. And I was like, oh, like, because then I was like, oh, maybe his brother put it there because, you know, he died or whatever. But the but, brother doesn't know. But then no one knows that he's dead. They just yeah. assume he's missing. Right. So. Oh, and this is another thing because, I mean, like, this is just as important to mention. Um they do tell like the friends like, Hey, how come you guys haven't reported him missing? And they were like, we have, but the police considering the race, the age and the community, they assume he's a runaway runaway. and they don't put out an Amber alert. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's probably, I mean, I'm a hundred percent sure it still happens right now. Yeah. Where like, if you go to like the, you know, Lower. Well, I mean, just like in um, my favorite murder, when like people are like, "My daughter is missing," right? Oh, oh she ran away. away. She went with her boyfriend. It's like no, and she then got she's dead, kidnapped, and killed. It's so crazy. Like when they said that, I was like, "That sucks yeah. for like those young kids that do live like in East LA that have to like take care of themselves, and they do go missing, and oh, they just ran away." And because um, they don't have that family to yeah. keep on pushing and being like, no, no, find no, them, no, find no, them, no, find no. them. Yeah, like they're not. That's so ridiculous. I'm. How, how much does it take to put out an Amber Alert? We all get it on our phones. It's not like he, somebody has to physically like call like, everybody one by one. Put it on a fucking milk carton. Yeah. And, and you know that wasn't even done by the actual police. It, I was, know, it was done, done by like independent in, people. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. More people, like, take action. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. That made me so mad when I was listening to that. I was like, I mean, I believe it. It's so, it just sucks. That's why I really like the Twitter community because, like, um, people have been found through Twitter. Wow. Like, people would be like, it just takes one retweet to, like, find somebody. And then, like, I read an article where, like, people were, like, reposting, like, lost person, like, if you find, like, call this number. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it came out in the news found because of the twitter community like it takes a village but like how like i'm just saying like how hard is it to send out an amber alert yeah (sighs) i don't know i just work here (laughs) (laughs) and then somebody's gonna like email us like take sending out an amber alert actually takes a lot of effort (laughs) we'll be like well do it there's kids missing dude i can fucking tweet it like faster than like i get it you don't want to cause like mass hysteria like i get that but also like if you're not gonna look for them who is yeah that's so true like that's so sad you know and so um one of their friends okay so one of the things like miguel can't i mean julian can't like do any ghost things Mm -hmm. like he can't move a cup or whatever yeah because like that's not his form, but since it's almost Dia de los Muertos, his powers are becoming more and more strong. Yeah, so he, yeah. So he's, like, when they take him to school, he's, like, moving, like, things here and yeah. there, and then, like, there's a gush of wind. People are, like, oh, the Santa and the winds. <laughs> I'm, like, uh-huh. <laughs> and while they were in with their friends, um, I think, I don't remember what happened, but one of his friends pissed off Julian. Mm-hmm. And he threw something across the room. Oh. And then, like, 
what's his uh Yadriel and Maritza just looked at each other because like they can see what Julian is doing, but his friends don't see that Julian is there. Yeah. So they were just kind of like, that was weird, like what's happening? So they kind of kicked them out, like, get out of here, like mm -hmm. what are you guys doing? Oh, he threw his skateboard. Yeah, he threw his skateboard. Yeah. And then um one of his friends followed Yadriel and Maritza. And they're like, who are you? Because they were like regañando a Julian. Mm -hmm. Like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, you're a ghost. Like, you don't want to hurt anyone. But like, he's very short tempered. Right. And then like his friend comes out. He's like, uh, he's all like, what are, who are you talking to? Is it Lucas or something I like think that? so. Mm -hmm. He's like, who are you talking to? He's like, are you? He's like, is he dead? And then like, they kind of tell him like, yeah, like we can see him. He's like, oh. he's like. I figured something was off because, like, when that skateboard threw, he's like, I knew it was uh, Julian because he has a short temper. I was like, oh. So, um, he agrees to help them find Julian's brother. Right. Um, because they want to, like, kind of know, like, this. Because now he's concerned, like, does my brother know? Yeah. So, uh, this is, like, where I stopped. Uh-huh. And so. Um, I just want you to tell me what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, the brother, like, that was the whole point to go see if, like, his brother knew and stuff and if he was okay and, like, his friends were okay. And so they go over to, like, he helps him go because he's like, oh, like, he's short-tempered. Like, he doesn't want, like, he doesn't, if he doesn't know you, he's not going to want to talk to you. Right. So, like, the friend kind of goes and introduces them and then he goes, like, he's like, oh, have you seen your brother? Because, like, they go to the spot where they got jumped. Mm -hmm. And they're looking around. And nothing. Oh, no, no, before that. Because the, they have no idea how to find him. Mm -hmm. Like, so Maritza has two uh, pit bulls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That she's, she's like, okay, so we're going to go. She's like, okay, so we got to go to your house, get a shirt so the dogs mm -hmm. can sniff it, and then we can go locate your body. Right, yeah. And, and he's like, okay, but how are we going to do that? So, like, that's why they went to the friends to go get the, like, information to see if maybe they knew, maybe. Something. Something. And then they're like, okay, so now we got to sneak into your house and get a shirt. Yeah. And so, like, they go, the friend helps, and they go, and then he's like, oh, like, he's like, who are you? He's like, oh, we're Julian's friends. And he's like, no, you're not. Like, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. But, like, they were talking, and then he's like, oh, like, do you know where your brother is? He goes, well, I filed a police report, so I think he just left, and he's a runaway, so I'm not going to look for him. If he doesn't want to be part of my family, he doesn't have to be here. <sighs> and, like, Julian's there. Yeah. Oh. And you're just like, oh, that's so sad. No. And then, like, he up again and gets upset and then, like, runs away. And he's like, that was weird. And I was like, that was really yeah. But they're able to get the shirt and then, like, they're able to go to the place where they, um, he was killed. Uh huh. But nobody. Oh, wow. So, like, not even like a trail to, like, follow with the dogs mm -mm. because it started raining. Oh, uh, of course. I know. I was, they found a King Taco bag. Uh, he's like, my tacos. She goes, ew. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they're so good. I was like, yeah, King Taco is fun. Um, and so he's all like, so like, where's my body? So like, yeah. now you're just like, where is his body? Like, mm -hmm. And they're still trying to like find Miguel. Yeah. So they're like, okay, like, fuck, like what's going on? Okay. So like, while all of this is happening, um, like, Yadriel wants to tell his dad, like, I'm able to, like, do this. Oh, he does tell him? He wants to tell him. Oh. Um, but he's all like, I don't know when to tell him. They're out looking for Miguel. They're getting ready for Dia de los Muertos. Like, it's not a good time. Yeah. 
Um, but he wants to tell him because when it's Dia de los Muertos, that's when he can do his quince. And so he's like trying to tell him something. And then his dad calls him by his like dead name. And then he's all like, I need you to be in here like with the women. And he's like, but I'm a boy. Oh. And then he called him by his like his dead name. And he's like, cool. And so, like, he doesn't get mad at him. He's just, like, upset because he really wants his dad to, like, understand. Like, yeah. That's not who I am. And so his uncle is there. I don't know if you're going to introduce to his uncle. And, like, his uncle is the firstborn, but, like, he has no magic powers. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we are listening to the story. And, like, what happens is, like, back in the day, La Santa Muerte granted all this power to everyone mm-hmm. because there was like an evil spirit, La Agua de, de, de Jaguar. Mm-hmm. And like he like kind of like poisons people's mind. And he's like, if you give me all of like these sacrifices, I'll grant you power. Mm-hmm. So like that was happening like way back when. This is like how the story goes. And so like um, La Santa Muerte was like, no, like we got to stop him. Mm-hmm. So when... They were, the humans were able to stop El Jaguar. Um, they were, they gave out an amulet. The one that the grandma was looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. La mano de El Jaguar. And so, like, and then she granted them the power to, like, help people go over. But as the years are going on, the powers are slowly dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, they're losing. Because, like, now, like, not everyone can have the same power. Like, not everyone. And then, like, he explains, like, if we use too much of our power, it can kill us. Yeah. So, um, so that's, he's actually explaining that. And then like the, um, the uncle's like the uh, one of the family because mm-hmm. he, he has, has no powers. Yeah. So he's kind of like the outcast kind es of. Es el lechero. Young. That's why. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and so, um, we find out that, um, he's like, the uncle's talking to the dad, like, you know, you should just embrace change. You know, mm-hmm. we need to change. And then, like, he kind of gets happy. He's like, wow, like, my uncle was there for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, now he's like, kind of, like, got this boost of energy. And he's like, okay, like, you know, hopefully yeah. he can get through my dad. And so, like, since Dia de los Muertos is coming, like, he's like, he's like, um, Julian, I have to let you go. Like, you have to cross over. Because um, when... He was in the room with um, Julian. He, like, had, like, a spasm. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, blood on his shirt. Julian. Yeah, the yeah, ghost. Yeah. I know, but I'm like, <clears throat> a clue. And then he's like, I think you're turning maligno. I have to let you go. <sighs> so they decide to spend the whole day together. Aww. The day before. Um, Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los Muertos. Just them two or all three? Just them two. <gasps> Because do they do they like each other? Does he have like a co- ghost crush? He has a ghost crush. I knew it when I was reading it. I was because like, he tells because I forgot what Julian he's, says he's gay, right? Yeah, Julian's like because I'm gay. Yeah, he goes oh he goes well I'm gay too. <laughs> I was like oh. but like um he's like it's gonna be your last day on the earth. What what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And then he's all like I want to go. Because there's a party, a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to go to the party. He's like, and then, yeah, there's like really like nothing else. <laughs> he's like, yeah. But he's like, okay, it's going to take us a while because like I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. He's like, can you drive stick? 
And he's like, uh, what, what do you have in mind? So, like, his dad and brother are mechanics. Oh, okay. So, his dad has this, like, blue J, like, whatever, uh-huh. like, old car. car. And he's like, I have a key. And, like, he takes them. And he's like, no, like, I don't want to. He's like, no, like, this is my dying wish. Yeah, basically. So, like, they get in the car. They steal the car. And they <gasps> drive off to the PH, the Pacific Highway. And they're, like, riding. And they're oh. talking and, like, having this They're, connection. like, on a date. Yeah. And then he's, like, explaining, like, yeah, when my dad passed, away, like, my mom ran away from us. Mm-hmm. It was just me, my dad, and my brother. There's, like, photos of them in the car. And then, like, they, he's, like, my dad passed away. So, it was just, like, me and my brother. And, like, it hasn't been the same. So, you're just, like, getting, like, this background story of Julian. And then, like, he says that, like, now since, like, it's a day, it's a day of Dia de los Muertos. He said that, like, he got over him. And he's, like, he's, like, what's your last wish? He goes, Te puedo robar un beso. And then oh. it was like, and then like in the book, he's like, and he said it in the most sexiest Colombian accent. And I was like, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> and oh. then he said that like he put, like Julian put his hand on top of uh, Yadriel because Yadriel can't put his hand because they like, will just go through. Uh-huh. So he felt like very cold. And he's like, and one night kiss. <gasps> he, they ghost kiss. They ghost kiss. Oh, I know. How cute. So then, like, they go back to um, the cemetery because I don't know if I mentioned, but Yadriel's um, mom also passed. Yeah. So, like, that's the day he only gets to see her. So yeah. he's all like, go with your mom. Like, mm-hmm. I know you really want to see her. So, like, he goes, and then, like, his dad finds out that because, like, they get attacked by a, a maligno. Uh huh. And then. Before this day. And then Yadriel takes out his, like, sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he, like, says whatever he needs to say. And he tries to cut the tether. But then, like, something happened. But then his dad comes and helps them. And he's like, you can wield the power. And, like, uh-huh. his dad's so proud. Oh. Oh, now he's proud? Yeah. Because And then, like, Because, right- like, he didn't have to go through the anguish of, like, does it work or not? Yeah. He just, like, just it sees just- the results. Yeah. But then, like, they do have, like, this really cute conversation, like, Julian and um, Yadriel, because he's all, like, because uh, before his dad found out, Yadriel's like, I have to, like, you know, prove myself. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, who do you have to prove to? Like, you obviously already willed the power. Oh, yeah. that I remember that. And then he's all, like, he's like, do you have to prove it to yourself or to them? And mm-hmm. I was like, ooh. Because, like, I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're always, there's always going to be, like, this sense of, like, this wanting to be accepted. Of course. By your community. Yeah. And, like, finally, like, when the dad finally saw it, he was like, yay. Yeah. So, like, he was like, he's like, we're going to go tell your mom, and we're going to do this, and we're going to have your kids. And I was like, well, at least he's accepting of it. But, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, it just makes me feel like, oh, it's not until I see that you're good that I'll accept it. Like, mm-hmm. like let's say, let's put it in a more different way. Like, let's say there's a trans boy and he's, like, all of a sudden really good at sports. Then the dad's like, yay, sports, like, my son. It's like, only then did you accept them? But not, it, what if he wasn't good at it? Well, like, he, it wasn't that he was, like, never accepting but like, but he wasn't like I feel a hundred percent there. Yeah. yeah, and then everybody else too, like the grandma would be like, "You have to be in here with us," or like you're, and then she's like, "Is that you're always gonna be my mija?" And yeah. I was like, 
I'm like, I get it. Look, I do get it. But I'm also just kind of like, it's hard trying to change tradition and ways. And a culture that is, yeah. And a culture that's based on machismo and, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so who killed who? Judith. Hey, sorry. (laughs) Um, Sorry, so there was just like so many things. um, Bad things. These are, trust me, I'm I'm missing a lot. Um, And then, so... I forget what happened, my bad, but like they they go back to where they found the thing. The necklace. The necklace. And then they're like trying to cut the tether, uh-huh. but it won't cut. Okay, because he has to like send him right now for sure. No, because um, they find like a secret pathway uh-huh. that leads to an underground tunnel. <gasps> In the church? In the church. Oh. And guess who's there? Guess. Guess. I already mentioned them. Miguel. Miguel is there. Dead. Julian. Julian's there. Still alive. <gasps> he's like half alive, half yeah. He's like dying. Yeah. That's why he kept on having those spasms because he was coming in and out of life. <gasps> okay. And, and then there's two other people. I don't know who they are, but. Um, remember- what do you mean? If you don't know, then how am I supposed to get They were just random people. In the story? No, the ones who are like Oh, the other people they're that being are dead. sacrificed. Like in the story. It's the uncle. It's the uncle. I knew I it. I knew it too. When you were talking to me and I was like, I bet she's the uncle because he's jealous because he doesn't have the power. Exactly. So <gasps> he is offering all those bodies to um the tiger one and that the thing was missing. And the thing was missing because the grandma's like, can you help me find the Lara del Juaguan? Something like that. Yeah. yeah I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, <gasps> so it's the uncle trying to call upon him so he can get power because he's greedy. Oh. And so what had happened was that the uncle killed or tried to kill Julian. Uh-huh. And while he was dragging him through the cemetery... Miguel saw. So Miguel got. <gasps> and like the reason Julian isn't dead is because um they have to drain the blood slowly into this pool. Uh-huh. Where like the Jaguar will like emerge from. Uh-huh. But like that's why when he was coming out of any consciousness, there was like a pool of blood on his chest. Like Yeah. Okay, but you is there anybody else working with him? Just by himself. <gasps> Okay, so when they go down the tunnel, it's Miguel, Maritza, and Julian that go down. Yeah. And then what do they do? Do they fight? Yeah, so like they end up fighting, um, but Maritza kind of stays behind because she's like kind of lookout. She's mm-hmm. like sus. She's like, mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And then like the uncle's like, oh, like we are outsiders. Like join me and blah, blah, blah. So like when the uncle was talking to the dad about change and everything, he wasn't talking about. Like embracing. Yeah, yeah it was like. Let's, let's do something else. Like, let's the bring power, in the bad blood or whatever. Yeah, because, like, the powers is diminishing and, like, we need to do this. <sighs> so, like, he sees that Julian is, like, is still, like... Yeah. And then he's like, oh, shit, like, I gotta do something. And so, like, um, basically the tiger gets released and, like, the amulet that the uncle had, the jaguar, mm-hmm. I, like, it captures souls. So Miguel's soul, Julian's soul is getting captured into that. That's why uh-huh. he... I don't know if I mentioned, but he kept on disappearing. Yeah, in yeah. There. And then, like, the other two people. So, like, they kind of get in a fight, and, like, the the tiger comes out. The uh-huh. jaguar comes out. And then, like, 
um, told us like la Santa Muerte, uh-huh. and then like they're able to defeat the uncle, and the uncle falls in the pool of blood, and the jaguar takes him. And then you're like, oh shit, like they're dead, like all of them are dead because like now Julian isn't breathing. Oh no! Um, but then like my Marit- Marit- oh, is like oh like I think I can save them. So I don't know. I can't. This part went really fast, and I didn't catch it. I'm also, like, dealing with something yesterday, too. Um, And then, so, from my understanding is that he does something, and he releases the souls back into the bodies. Oh, okay. So, he saved four people. Miguel, too? Yeah. I thought he was already dead, dead. But his soul was in the... Oh, right, right. So, like, their souls can then go be passed on. Yeah. So, did Julian actually die? No. Because... so the people that were dead, dead, their souls just get to go into like the afterlife. Right? They get back into their souls. They, they. I don't know what. Like I, full on back to alive, life. Yeah. Alive? Yeah. Oh. I, I, like I said, it went by fast. I didn't quite understand. But like in doing so, like Yadiel almost dies, and so mm. Maritza she does like because they're supposed to use like animal blood and like because mm-hmm. if you use your own blood, you, it's you, too much power or mm-hmm. whatever. So, like, since he's already bleeding out, he, she grabs the blood, and she does it, and then she, like, revives. Oh, right, because she's a healer. Yeah, she's a healer. And so, so, like, he wakes up in the hospital. He's like, where's Julian? And then Julian's like, where's Miguel? Oh, I mean, Yadriel. So they get, like, they're happily ever after. And then, yeah. And then at the end, he gets his quince, and, like, they're hanging out. Oh. It was a really good book. Okay, I'm going to finish it because yeah. that ending sounds really good. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like totally butchered it, but like. It's okay. That's fine because now when I listen to it, I'll listen to it the right way. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I, I was like a little sus about the uncle because like then they're like. I wasn't, but until you started saying like he said the speech about change and all of that. And I'm like, okay, outsider, right? And then when you're like, guess who's down there? And I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, the, the uncle. uncle. Yeah. Like when she kept on mentioning mentioning that the piece was missing, yeah, I was like, it has to be someone. It's the uncle from the inside. Like once I heard the story, I was like, it's the uncle. Because yeah, and then it, it does. I think she at uh, the grandma asks the uncle to go look for that piece, and he's like, I can't find it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. But yeah, he almost brought upon darkness. <gasps> That was a good book. I'm going to have to finish it. Yeah. I, I was mean, looking I- at her page, and there's, like, fan art <gasps> at the bottom, and it's so pretty. Uh, Like, her Instagram? Yeah. Of who? Who's Instagram? Who's Instagram? Not Instagram. Um, Her page? So, if you go to Cemetery Boys, like, Aiden Thomas has a page. Oh. And then, if you scroll down all the way at the bottom... There's like beautiful fan art. Cool. Happy Pride. <laughs> I'm gonna have to yeah, like, like. That is really beautiful. I love fan art. People then, do like amazing things. I know. Or it's like I don't know if it's fan art, but or concept art of the book, but it's still good. I'm pretty sure if you go like on Pinterest too. Look at Maritza. That's so cool. She's so pretty. <gasps> I'm gonna go look. Okay. I'll do that on my own time. <laughs> um, so that was great. Look at you guys. You got two books, both great, um, according to us, and our opinions are objective. So whatever. You might not like it. 
Um, next week we are reading. So the next book is going to be um, Once Upon a Quinceañera by Monica Gomez Hira. Right? Mm -hmm. Monica mm -hmm. Gomez Hira. Mm -hmm. Once Upon a Quinceañera. Um, I don't know what it's about, but I saw the title and I thought it was cute and I wanted to give it a try because we both have, have had quinceañeras. And so, like, I... I feel like it's one of those things where there's a lot of commentary that can be had on your feelings of quinceañeras. And as an adult, I have feelings. As, as a as a teenager, I, I wanted a party. I wanted a party. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, so I think that'll be really cool to like see this perspective, see what it's about, and then like kind of like reminisce on our own quinceañeras later. Put them on Instagram. <laughs> Oh, gosh. We're going to have to dig up some pictures and post them on Instagram. Um, yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun. Feels. But yeah, I really enjoyed this book um, for Cemetery Boys. I really enjoyed also hearing about Una. Yeah. I know you won't read it, but if you ever do ever once, like, she knows you're like, me. I do know you. Because we're past it. We're going to start another yeah. one. You don't have time. I don't have time for this. I'm going to try to finish Cemetery Boys within today and tomorrow, maybe. Yeah, I think today you can finish it. Um, well, I don't know about today, because I have, like, 50% left. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Give it a look. Give it a hear. Give it a read. Listen, read, do whatever you want to do. Um, totally recommend. Yeah. I know. I feel like we didn't get to see how you've been, how you're doing. But that's okay. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. I gotta go to the oh update. I gotta. I'm going to the gym now. <laughs> Yay! She canceled it and then started another gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. it's okay. I, I but I'm going and good job, Judith. I'm proud of you. So I have to go do right now. There you go. You got this. You got this. I'll be ready by winter. <laughs> and then here come the tamales and the pozole. But I'll be ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.